Okay, this is uh, the show. This is Bitch Nonsense with Katie Connor. I'm Katie. I'm a trans woman comedian and improviser and performer in Toronto. I, I'm just doing this show with like a small group of my comedian and artisty queer friends and uh, kind of in preparation for a live show I'm doing next year, which is the Katie Connor Show, which I'm really excited to be doing with uh, my best friend and co-writer and like co-producer, Colm Robson, who's going to be directing the show. I'm going to host. It's kind of going to be a monthly variety show. We don't have that many details yet, but we're really excited to be making it and to be like, we'll definitely bring updates as soon as we can. And in the meantime, yeah, I'm doing this podcast with uh, some funny people I know, people who definitely can be funny for an hour, and that's really all we're trying to do on this show. Like, bitch nonsense is just supposed to be funny and silly, and I really hope that uh, if that's the type of show that you like, I hope you like the show. I hope you come to the live show when we do that. Uh, we definitely don't want to make that expensive. We want to sell really cheap tickets and make it accessible to all like queer people who want to see comedy and yeah i'm just really excited to be making stuff again um and doing comedy in toronto which is a huge part of the reason i moved here so yeah um on the first show i sat down with my friend calypso cosmic who is a non-binary drag queen in the uh active in the toronto drag scene and they're a delight, they're very talented and so funny, and it was just so much fun to sit down with them. And, uh, yeah, so it's called Bitch Nonsense. Uh, this is Calypso Cosmic. I hope you like the show. I w if I die and I get to haunt a house, which, like, honestly... Would be optimal because like that's gotta, heaven for me. Oh yeah, because if you gotta haunt a barn, that's cold. If you gotta haunt an office, like uh, it's gonna get too personal. Like the people you're haunting are gonna be such bad people that you're gonna like feel like you need to put too much effort into it. But like haunting a house, it's just like haunting a family. It's like terrorizing children, which is very fun. That's stunning and fulfilling. All... But I want to get back on this thing of like haunting an office building. You think I'm not gonna fuck with Karen every time she goes to get her coffee? No, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you'd get it would like I think it would turn you into a bad person haunting an office building because I think you'd get too invested in fucking these people's lives up that it'd be like uh, your like ghost friends would be like. This is kind of just supposed to be for fun. Can we You're... head back to the part where you thought I was a good person to begin with? Okay, fair. Can I like? But can I just like harken back be... to that? <laughs> no, we have to. We have to maintain the illusion that we're protagonists. You know what I mean? I I will. I will argue, protagonist in the way of I am the main character, not protagonist in the way that I am doing good. Antihero. Mm. Antihero still uh, puts forward that I'm like doing these on my own volition and like to benefit me. I don't do life to benefit anyone including me, especially me. <laughs> okay, solid philosophy. 
technically it's, it's like opposite of what I'm supposed to be doing. It's the exact opposite of how you're supposed to live your life. It's like anyone's happiness, especially others. No, I am here for everyone's detriment, especially my own. I think that's the perfect note to introduce you on. Um, so uh, that is uh, Calypso. They are a drag performer in Toronto. Uh, my name is Katie Connor. I am a trans woman comedian in Toronto. And uh, this is a show that I'm starting. And I still am not sold on a name, but I'm kind of thinking bitch nonsense with Katie Connor. What do you what do you think? Bitch nonsense is It's solid, very, right? Ooh. Bitch, oh. comma nonsense. Or bitch question mark nonsense, period. I'm it's definitely not that. I'm not putting that much punctuation <laughs> in a title. Bitch nonsense. Bitch Bitch Nonsense. Like that yes. Because like that I meant I meant more in the in the sense of like that's some bitch nonsense. Which is just like a solid summary of my entire comedy like stylings. I'd it's like you to nonsense. define the difference between regular nonsense and bitch nonsense. I'm gay. That's just that's No follow up, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Sorry, I'm a news anchor now apparently. No follow up thing. Like <laughs> I am the bitchiest reporter from E that you've ever you've ever had the displeasure of having an interview with. I ask you a question. You say any answer to me. It's the first, like, three syllables out of your face. Thank you. Nothing further. You're like if MTV reported the weather. Like, Mae West costume. I'm wearing a massive hat, a fur stole, yes. gloves oh, that have outfit. nails on them, glasses that are tinted a color that glasses shouldn't be, that are fully opaque. I can't see through them. They're just for the look. <laughs> Are they even shade glasses or just No, like... they're just like white panels. <laughs> Full, uh, they're they're acrylic too. They have no reason to be made into glasses. They're not made of anything that you could see through. They are not for any benefit other than they're on my face. They are a focal point. And then I am going to tell you about the weather. <laughs> but like what type of added I I'm just picturing like I mean, the default thing to picture is, like, gay and aggressive. Because I just, I love that character of, like, I'm gay and I want to fight you about it. I would rather gay and passive-aggressive because that is my native tongue. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is, it's really fun. I, to... I would prefer if someone asked me, like, oh, hey, we're now going to Calypso with the weather. I then go, oh, are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're finally <laughs> off of your dumb shit. We're going to finally introduce me with, oh, nothing special, just the weather. Just whether or not you can wear that today. Did you ask if I was ready for the weather? No. Oh, we're just going to go to Calypso. We're just going to go to Calypso as if she's ready whenever you want her. Maybe I'm fucking busy, bitch. Maybe I was in the toilet room. My time isn't valuable to you, Jeffrey. Oh, sorry, Geoffrey spelled with the G-E-O. Yeah. All right. To the weather, then. Geoffrey Unison? That's not a real last name, motherfucker. That's the name of a song. And I would never, ever get to the weather. And I'd be fine. <laughs> it's just 
10 minutes of you bitching at the anchor. I would be fired and given no, a separate show. No, I, I really want I really want it to somehow be a scenario in which you don't get fired. And the news, which is like an hour, hour and a half every night, uh, 10 solid minutes of it is just you, who they can't fire, just like being the quote-unquote weather girl, but all you do is get angry at the fucking... At the anchor for like a solid five minutes every, and he just sits there just rich. And his co host, like, you're on really good terms with her. What's her name? Honestly, what should her name be? Like, I wanted to say Becky, but she's not Becky because I'm thinking Brenda. I love you, Brenda. I, I I have a milk frother in my work named Brenda, and I'm not naming anyone after that anymore. That's not a joke. That is not a joke. That is an actual real life occurrence that has happened and befallen me. I gotta say, the, like, I, I've worked also but I worked at a Rebecca. Starbucks, and I know what it means, but the word milk frother sounds milk frother. terrible. Like, like, that sounds like we've taken a slightly uncomfy for a lot of people word, milk. Milk. It can... It, it's uncomfy for several different reasons. <laughs> uncomfy. We've okay. talked about this before. I will, I will, I will talk about that in a moment because it yeah. needs to be touched on. But it's great. Also, milk frother is now a that's a two part uncomfy thing where you have two separately uncomfy words that have now come together in this weird, like Transformers style kaiju that has like. Just formed my my worst nightmare that also I have to stare at every single day while I make people lattes. It sounds like something that is actually a search term on Pornhub, but you have to already know what it means. Like, milk, like, like You know how there. you can search for a cream pie? You can search for a milk frother. And that makes me upset. Do you because know about I the Gerard thing? I, I'm sure you're going to tell me. That is the cuntiest way I've ever heard to say continue. Like, well, I guess you're going to talk now. I'm sure you have more to say. Would you like to finish your story first, bitch? Please. The floor is yours, Calypso. The floor is mine because I'm already sitting on it. Oh, yeah, we are on your floor. That's (laughs) very fair. We're on my physical, real-life floor. I love that uh, everything, including the walls, is essentially carpeted because I own too many many, uh, straps of fabric and pieces of bullshit uh, in a very small enclosed space. So sound can't bounce off of anything except the inside of my brain and uh, I guess the open closet door because I don't live in there anymore. Yeah, your, your closet literally has too much shit for a monster to fit in uh, it. Yeah, no. Uh, it's also, it's, it's my things, my brother's things, an amalgam of drag crap that I don't use anymore because I can't ever find it because it's the bottom of my closet, uh, and alcohol. Oh, and, uh, and a viola. Not a violin, a viola. Okay, the worst we, violin. We really got to break that out. At some point, that has to happen, and I want yeah. video proof that I still have that. I also need to know how good a violinist you are, because I now need to know how afraid of you I need to be. <laughs> I mean, you've already voiced a decent amount of, like, fear. Like, the way that, like... I'm usually afraid of people. Well, yeah, but, like, the specific, like, hot butch woman 
inspired. Oh yeah, fear. gay fear. Gay fear. Yeah, the one where it's like where you see some bitch who's like six feet tall, and for some reason she's walking around in four inch heels, aka me. Um, and it's like, oh, well, and she's a surprising seen... amount of people I know. <laughs> yeah, I suppose when when you're also a, a drag queen and you're friends with uh, queer trans women, various <laughs> various shapes and sizes, you're going to find giraffe-esque trans women that uh, feel the need, nay, responsibility to out-gay you on every single front, including how high of pleasers they can buy. And then flex on you with. Okay, I am going to bleep any names that we say in this podcast, but... I'm going to try my hardest not to name drop anybody. You're talking about Maverick right now, aren't you? I wasn't talking about Maverick, but yes, I'm talking about Maverick. Yeah. Um, I really want to get it back to the idea of haunting a house, though, because me and you both really seem to react positively to that. Oh, I love that, because I haunt people now as a living being. (laughs) (laughs) But, like... Anyone who's seen my drag, you have been haunted. There is a small bit of me that will always remain in your dreams, mostly nightmares, but also, like, some of the wet dreams. Because everyone in Toronto is a clown fucker. I am good. Okay, we do need to get back to- We're going to touch on that in a second, but haunting. Wow. Because you're right. This is something, before we hopped on mic, we did say we wanted to talk about clown drag, but- now you've said clown fucker, and that holds a different connotation, so we definitely need to get back to we'll that. We'll talk about drag. We'll you talk about we'll clowns. Take a break. We'll talk about fucking clowns. We'll talk about fucking and drag, but we'll also talk about haunting the motherfucking families. You know what? Okay, that that's perfect, because everything you just said, except for the haunting thing, is all kind of one thing. So we're going to take a break and then talk about all that shit. But right now we're going to talk about haunting a house, because I think it would be really fun. And also, it's... The best version of an afterlife. I don't want to go to fucking heaven. Like, that I, sounds boring as shit. Haunting a house? Lit. If you weren't haunting a house, what's your heaven like? Like, what's... like? You're, and I'm not talking about, like, the pearly gates and all that bullshit. I don't care about saying fucking Peter, whoever the fuck it is. I'd love if, like, if, if your heaven is your absolute happiest moment, but, like, continued for eternity. Is that... Not just like fucking, like either either fucking at? someone or like in in my case specifically, having just smoked a bowl, not the process of smoking said bowl, but having just smoked a bowl, having like the buzzy and like quiet feeling in my life, and then turning on dumb comedy, like okay. that's that's a at peace moment in my life that if that were to continue for eternity, I think I'd be okay with. If yeah. that's heaven, and I'm also like and getting like, I'm blown? also like uh, well, <laughs> again, won't turn it down if it's there. Isn't part of my. Well, you said banging was your other like idea of heaven. So like, what's your? What well, do you that's mean? like what I go to of just like here's me at my happiest. <laughs> okay, but but my, like, do you want me to answer? Because like my answer I don't is know. super I had the corny. Disney version. Go with yours. No, mine is, like, the corniest shit of, like... I mean, like, oh, my God, you're in love with your partner so much. You're with them forever. Like, I love yeah, you. That's for that you. shit. But also, yes, that is the corniest shit I've ever heard. Yes, I love that for you, and it's correct, and it's valid. I'm not even specifically talking about my, like, current partner. Just, like, I'm, I'm just happy with the, my partner. The idea of heaven is, like, I definitely have a romantic partner. Obviously, I'm in a relationship now, and... 
as of now, I would obviously think of that person as the partner that I want to be with forever. But like, even if hypothetically that doesn't work out, no, my idea of an afterlife would definitely like, I would want it to include a romantic partner. That's just like, how I mean, I, like me and my poly ass how believes I feel. that like my heaven includes every single one of my partners that I actually liked. Okay. That's also like valid as fuck. Like, but also, yes, obviously a bunch of banging, like sex. Oh, absolutely. Again, sex as fuck. Me as, and my poly ass <laughs> wants every single partner I've ever liked. Yeah. No, that's solid as fuck. And, like, you all get along, and it's, like, the perfect polycule, and it's heaven, so no one ever fights. And, and like, everyone's having a great time. Yeah, that's valid. And there's weed and dumb comedy. So, like, I, I'm not sure where... This can happen now. Make your own heaven. Don't... Fuck it. We don't die anymore. That's over. We just make it now. <laughs> I, think my, I think my idea of heaven would also have some, like, some version of, like, capitalist free art. Like, some massive, like, art scene... That has nothing to do with capitalism. I haven't even heard, like, the words heaven and capitalist in the same sentence for the past five years. And this is what <laughs> this is how you wake me up to that again? I don't want to talk about this at all. I want uh, to talk about uh, haunting uh, a house. Uh, 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 uh. Again, audio hell. You just said capital. No, bleep that. I will. Bleep that. I won't. I want that gone. I want I that redacted, stricken from the re- court stenographer. Can you please... <laughs> Please strike that from the record. I'll okay. have none of this. Here's a question. Can two ADHD trans femmes finish one entire subject? Absolutely not. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I know, really want to talk about out. haunting a house. You know, the, the, the topic of this episode is going to be haunting a house. Yeah. But, like the topic, like like the title of the episode. Okay, but you going to be two trans femmes haunt a house. <laughs> You're right. But we're never going to talk about that. Okay. We're never actually going to. We're going to give them fucking haunted house trans femme blue balls. And I'm making sure. I hate that you just said that. Wait, hold on. New title. Haunted house trans femme blue balls. Nope. Nope. That's not happening. Okay. Listen, here's. Can I tell you where we're at right now? Where we're at right now is that there's a family in the house that we're supposed to haunt. And me and you are like two ghosts in a closet arguing about haunting the house. And meanwhile, they're like moving in and their kids are getting settled into the creepy bedrooms in the attic. And all of the horror movie things are happening. And we're supposed to be like there for all of it. There's supposed to have been like half a dozen jump scares by now. But we're just in a closet fighting about how to do it. And then they never get haunted. The thing is, they oh, all... the family moves out like two years later, and me and you have like taken seventeen smoke breaks, and like, but we're still just fighting. But we're we've st- never like we've never haunted them, and they seen, don't. It's they a haunted haven't seen looking a ghost. house. Yeah, but they've never seen a ghost. And like the parents are sitting there, like you know how like the kids are always like supposedly the first ones to see shit because like we're supposed to interact with the kids first, ooh, because no one will ever believe the kids when it's a haunted house. But the parents are like, this shit looks haunted. But then like the kids are like, I've never seen any problems. This is this is a this is a non-issue, mom. Calm the fuck down. Go read the New Yorker or something else that people do when they buy a house. I don't know. <laughs> You things should... I can never do. But like you two can't years read the in New Yorker, Todd. It's like it's in your fucking it's within your grasp. I promise you, you can like 
If you want to read the New Yorker, I have no idea why, but you can achieve that dream. I don't think that it's within me having that personal fight with an inanimate object for me to read the New Yorker. I feel like I would disagree with too many things within the thing that I would fight with the words upon the page. <laughs> okay, so if you were to haunt a house, first of all, what type of ha- what type of family do you want to haunt? Oh, what kind of house would I want? A duplex. As we're talking about as a ghost, right? Yeah, like like as as a ghost, I'm haunting this duplex. I would like this conjoined house. Is that just so you can haunt two families at once? I am an efficient bitch. You know what? That's solid. I'm thinking more like... Because I'm not haunting them both at the same time. I can be like, well, y'all have had enough of my time for the day. I'm going to go. I'm working a double today. I'm going to go visit my other folks. I'll talk to y'all in a minute. Also, this is how gay I am. Even in my afterlife, I use y'all and folks. Because I'm not gendering anyone in this family. See, I I would like to more haunt like a trailer in a trailer park. One, they have nowhere for you to hide. That's part of it. Is like it's just a whirlwind of bullshit <laughs> happening in a tin can. Yeah, you have the nerve to do this to someone. It's like it's like poltergeist. But here's the thing, poltergeist. Like, but it's always one room. Like it's one. Yeah. It's one like oh. vista of bullshit. But here's the thing. Like I think, pretty sure this is how we got on it because I somehow managed to accidentally turn your lights off twice. And we're the only two people in this shoebox of a goddamn room that if I wanted to be alone in here with, I'd literally have to Blair Witch. Like, I would have to face the corner and just pretend like you're not there because I'm having a fight with you. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. Because of, like, me and who I am, if I were to haunt, like, a studio apartment or a trailer park, a trailer in a trailer park or something... It doesn't have to be in a trailer park. It could be anywhere. It can be it's anywhere. It, a trailer. That's exactly it's how trailers work. A trailer. Um, that's a, also a good point. Oh, haunting a Winnebago. That would be good. <laughs> but the point is, about 90% of what I was doing would be accidental. It'd be like, you my house is... over shit. Yeah, yeah. My house is haunted as shit. The furniture is like moves around and the lights get turned off and on and like f- fires get started and it's like... It's all accidental. If you if it's like in a movie where you like see the guy's perspective where you see nothing and then you see me, it's just like like a cartoon of me like stumbling and banging across the room and like I would really just be trying to like live and chill in their house. You even as a I, ghost, I think the only benefit to you being a ghost would be that you finally have the ability to like apparate <laughs> through objects rather than immediately just like punting them with your mile long legs. <laughs> The fact that you're correct does not mean that was a nice thing to say to me. It was not meant to be nice. That was so cruel. So like <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, but again, accurate because like I'm a, you have so many appendages. I have the same amount as you. You have arguably each appendage is doing such a job that it's doing more than mine are. You have like like your your one arm is doing the job that both of mine can. Yeah. And it's literally just it's it's rude to me personally. 
you can do so much more with your legs than I can. Like, if you did a full crossbar split across my room and just, like, stared me directly in the face, you would be through the wall before you finally finished getting down to the ground. Like, <laughs> like your hips touching the ground, both of your legs splayed backwards, forwards. That is, one, that's a fucking mental image. But that would cover the entire span of this room, and I'm not making that up. You flex your toes and you break my walls. Have you considered having better thoughts? Once it was in a therapist's office. All right, new things. We're back. So. You're already hosting the show. Yeah, we're back. I'm doing this. I'm back on my bullshit. You're probably going to end up being some kind of like pseudo co-host. Just because like you're the most available of the of my collaborators at the moment. So like, listen, based on my schedule and how well I know it, uh, I am less a co-host and more of a co-ghost. Ha, hey, I'm going to leave you on red. Oh, so so if, uh, if if this if this this right here that just happened if that's not the type of thing that you think you can tolerate in a show, well, I really can't promise that they're not going to be back a lot. So you probably I can't promise that either. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. You were describing to us how your your basically your night job is being a fuckable clown. Uh. Yeah. Well, fuckable is the operative word sometimes. Um. So it started as I just consider drag and clown to be synonymous with each other. And then it became closer and closer to, well, people want me to look more a certain way. Like, they want me to look more feminine in fem drag. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know what the fuck to do with that. I can't do that. I don't know how to paint my features with my features anymore. So I've decided to use none of mine. When I'm painting my lips, they're not my lips anymore. They are a weird, like, Kim Possible-style mustache on top. And then there's just, like, a weird, like, spike, like, Helen Bottom Carter, Carter in um, uh, doing the Red Queen in, in Alice in Wonderland. Just like, oh, okay. I just have this weird set of doll lips on. So I'm like, okay, that's... That... Reminds me of what I used to say about drag queens. We're just clowns. So then that went to, well, I guess I'm painting my lashes bigger. And then my contour started looking more and more like stark lines on my face. And then it became, okay, I'm a drawing of a woman. I don't look like a woman. And then it turned, no, I see clowns painting exactly like this. My lashes are made of paper. For Christ's sake, if I'm using construction paper... (laughs) In my lashes, I'm calling that an aspect of my face that is pure clown. But people wanted to fuck me. Before we get on to the fuck, While I'm on stage, people being like, oh my god, you look so hot in that outfit. I'm just like, thanks. My lashes are two inches long. So there are people who genuinely see you and they're like, I want to fuck you in that. Yes. Now, specifically... This isn't when I'm wearing something like my leather bodysuit and, like, a pair of, like, clear heels and I'm doing, like, Lady Gaga songs. Like, this isn't, like, my regular, like, everyday shtick. This is when I'm doing special clown. That's what I was going to ask. What what is clown drag? You've, like, you've I own an Elizabethan ruffle. 
Okay, but what is the perform? Like you've described what the aesthetic of clown drag is, but what's the performance? Like, what do you do for me? In it clown is clown drag because I actually haven't. Despite you being like a good friend of mine, I haven't actually ever been to one of your shows, which makes me a bit of a bitch. But well, we'll decide about how much of a bitch you are later. We we don't have to talk about how much of a bitch I am on mic. We'll get to it by proxy. <laughs> That's also very likely. Yeah, but. Other than specifically way, calling God. you out, um, I do want to say that like the difference between performance styles for me is very minimal because it blends so seamlessly. Are you telling me that in clown drag you're just like still lip syncing to a Hannah Montana song? <laughs> okay, specifically for me, a little, yes. but my regular shtick is I'm a dancer, so I'm constantly moving. I've always gotten the critique of I have to move my mouth more theatrically anyway. So when I'm in clown drag, I'm just like, this just feels normal now. Okay. Me, like, talking as a normal person, I like to enunciate. While I'm lip syncing, I'm supposed to be over-pronouncing every single word so everything comes out very clearly. But if I'm doing clown drag, I am pronouncing that so Google Earth can find that shit. And because my lips are overdrawn... Do you lip sync or do you sing for real? I do a little bit of both, but I prefer lip syncing because no drag bar anywhere is ever tuned for live singing. Unless... And you're, and you're dancing. That's the point like, more yeah, than singing. Unless yeah. you're like a specialty, like amazing singer who is trained in lounge singing or any place that like is tuned against you guaranteed. Mm. I know people that will like sing live in a Starbucks and that's made to kill you. Like that's made as a place that... Like, acoustically won't allow other patrons to hear your conversation. And they do that for a living. So there are people that can do that. I love them so much, won't be my thing. I, no, I'm valid. a dancer. And if I am wearing seven-inch stilettos and I am dancing, like, a thousand beats per minute, honestly, fuck off if you think I'm going to sing. <laughs> yeah. I'm already wearing, like, a pound and a half of hair. I I'm wearing more ass than a human person can grow. And I am in maybe six layers of dance tights. I'm wearing pants on pants on pants. And you think I'm going to sing too? Yeah, Tell that to it? the 26 bones in my corset. Fuck off. Who was it that was dragged? Was it like Britney or Christina who at one point was like dragged for lip syncing during a famous performance? It's like both of them. <laughs> okay, fair. And also like, they are doing so fucking doing much. They are doing so much on stage. Does it really matter whether or not they're singing their like if they famous phone pop it in. song? Well, it's not, it's not phoning it in if they're giving you a good stage performance. Yes. Pop songs aren't about, like, being, like, musically, like, spectacular down to every note. It's about, like, it's pop music. It's about evoking a feeling. If you're seeing someone what do if, that What song feeling live, does Toxic give you? Oh, that's a, that's a good fucking question. But, like, I feel like to answer it, I'd be, like, a, it'd just be a bunch of, like, uh, random dial-up twink noises <laughs> because that's where I'm getting with everyone else I've ever asked this question it's just well metal straws save the turtles <laughs> and that's all that I get out of the like the evocation of toxic as a song I still have never performed to Toxic. That is one drag secret it's, that I will always have. I've never performed to Toxic. Okay, ever. How does it how does it make you feel? Cuz like 
I'm trying to vocalize it because it does make you feel such a specific way, but like, I it don't makes know how me to... feel like newborn gaby bullshit. It makes me feel yeah. like like first year of me being out and queer, toxic would have been my jam. I mean, it was my jam way before that. I fucked with Britney Spears as, like, a young gay kid who wasn't... Okay, you know that, like... I didn't know what gay was when I first heard the song. No, listen to this shit. This is bananas. I... We're not listening to that. (laughs) This shit is bananas, but it's not B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I had a... I will receive an email from Gwyneth Stefani. (laughs) I... I had, like, what was... What basically amounted to, in every way, a boyfriend when I was approximately 11, and I didn't really come to terms with being gay until 14. And uh, If I want to go over all the gay shit I did before I was 11 years old, we don't, we don't have time for... I was given I Barbies do. as a kid. Okay, so I had all that shit taken... Like, I wasn't allowed. Well, it was to taken watch. away from me, but it was given to me. So I just went, "Ooh, let's go and let's let's unpack that, shall we? Let's see why that was taken from me." And then I went down the rabbit hole of, "What are boy toys?" And also, well, I found that out one way or another. Okay, but I had this. There was this. There was this kid that was homeschooled, which it's. We're just gonna ignore my gay sex joke, okay? I actually I didn't pick up the gay sex joke. I'm really. I said boy toy, and this one's... Just heard nothing. Just glazing over no, my that's words. The, it's the opposite. To me, that's just everyday speak. That's barely even like, that barely even registers as something abnormal to say. Honestly, if I don't say anything as racy as cum slut, this one doesn't hear my words. <laughs> that's like low-key valid, actually. That's kind of true. I'm just so desensitized. So like what queers desensitize my sex culture? <sighs> anyway, what was I? What was I saying? I genuinely I don't wouldn't remember. No, that you were anywhere near desensitized by. I literally have friends that work at sex clubs. Yeah, like, I I have more than one friend who works at sex clubs. Actually, I have friends that have worked at sex clubs that now work at gay bars that I do shows at. We're just talking about the same person. I think we're talking about the same <laughs> we're group of people. We're talking about the same group of people. We okay, absolutely are. I cool. could name Love three that. different. Yeah, and I, I think we should play Boggle with these names. We both lose. So yeah, actually, I don't know how Boggle works. I've never played that fucking game. It seems like a thing that you only do when you're sad or fifty. <laughs> you know, what, are you fifty is way too young to be playing Boggle. Boggle's like. 75 No, no, no. Around 50 is when I assume people make enough money that you can waste time sitting around fucking playing Boggle instead of working your ass off in five jobs. But maybe that's because I'm a millennial and I'm tired. I I think even once you, like, once you achieve this mythical, like, financial stability that millennials just don't get to have. (laughs) That unicorn. That, yes. I think even then, like, let's say you're, like, 57 and you're, like, well, goddamn, I have enough money to pay my rent for the next year and therefore am not financially terrified. I'm going to sit down and play Boggle. And like 30 seconds in, you're just like, this is fucking terrible. I'm going to go on Twitter or like rewatch The Office or like literally do anything else. I might take up gardening. 
I forgot f- that fifty year olds are also like still human people at that age. Yeah, like and they're not like ninety year olds. They're not. Who I'm so sorry have nothing better to do than play buckle. No, it, that's what I'm saying. When you said like fifty year olds, I'm like, you realize like fifty year olds still like fuck, right? Like as like, long as there's fucking like for pleasure and not yeah. just to see they still can. I- I genuinely thought you were going to say for reproduction as if, like, we've tasked the elderly with that now. <laughs> like, oh, you know. I hate that. Oh, you know. The way we make those uh, old bean bags bang each other into the night. Wait, and is, then... that, is that how? <laughs> Sorry. We, we keep getting people named, like, Edith. And, the, <laughs> like, listen, like, I, I'm not sure if the, you've ever seen a five-year-old named Edith. <laughs> I'm not putting up with that again. That's the only if you if you give me a scenario where we can somehow impregnate like Betty White, that's how you're gonna get a new Edith. <laughs> We're not naming more Ediths. We're not creating more Ediths or Gretchen. No. <laughs> I will I will wheeze every time someone says, I'm gonna name my baby insert 97-year-old lady's name here. I'm not doing that again. I'm not having this more. Even I, Barbara. I know, I know several Barbaras. Now, young ones? Like Barbara's under 30. Really? And if you child Barbara in the past 20 that years, I'm so like, sorry. That sounds but you like are a new of level of evil, and I need you to know. If you name your kid what? Barbara. Oh, you if agree. You have, oh, you if agree. you have named your child Barbara within the last 20 years. Yeah. That's a 25. I'll go that high. If there was a 25-year-old named Barbara... You've done something incorrect. Yeah. Oh no, complete. I I thought for a second if they are were, over the age of twenty five, you were sticking that up is for Barbara. Goddamn cut. Like off. I was, I was like shitting on Barbara's, and you're like, I have friends. I named Barbara. love. No, I have you friends named cunt. Barbara that I are have literally terrible because their name is Barbara. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That and like, like okay. By the way, that I don't think when are you said people. Barbara's under thirty, it made Barbara's me think under thirty sounds like a like, bad sitcom. Bad sitcom, Forbes article. Or confusing Barbara's under thirty, the Forbes article, like like our, our favorite the, thirty under thirty, but it's thirty Barbaras. Yeah. Or and then and then based on that article, there's Barbara's under thirty, the Forbes article, the movie, which is a porno, and it's just like I'd like you to go away now. <laughs> I'd like you to vacate your own premises. I need you to not. No. 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 And then it's like. No. Finding 30 porn actresses that look more or less like the 30 Barbaras in the Forbes article. And then, you know, they bang each other or something. I don't know how porn, like, that's, that, that's, you got 30, if you got 30 women, how it exactly seems like. exactly does porn work? I've never seen well, porn. Well, like, is there something like, is, is there something like thematic you're going to do? Like, it's a themed porno. Or are you going to do something thematic? It's like, I think once you got 30 I women. I don't know. I'm gay. All of my porn goes, oh, hey, I'm at a laundromat for some reason. Great. I've seen someone great. And I'm gonna, oh, we're already fucking with Tide Pods because it's a sponsored video. And it's like. Okay, the amount <laughs> the amount of poolside twink porn. That's not how that works. Do you not understand chlorine drying out every piece of you? What? It's are just, you doing? Ha, why does so much twink porn why are you happen doing poolside? What, what is it? No, okay, why well, does so I've much twink porn happen fuck... in pools? What? Oh yeah, that's true. Do you not true. understand like the vacuum properties of an asshole? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. 
there's a lot of things that should only ever happen in porn, and even then, not that, because those people are real people. Yeah. Like, I know enough, like, people and, in porn like, that, like... I will watch twinks fuck in a living room. They don't have to be by the pool. You know what? It's more relatable for me, because I have a living room. I don't have a pool. Yeah. You know what else is, like... You know, I know it's because of the, like, scantily clad nudity of, like, of, of a pool. Which but, like, happens in a living room. Oh, my God. What are you fucking prudes doing? It also happens when people get out of the shower, which is a normal human activity. Again, I have a shower. I have a shower. I don't have a pool This is something side. that I know. Like, oh, what's, what's the pool boy doing? There's probably a whole litany of things that pool boy should be doing. He's not doing his goddamn job. But would I know this only if I'm a lifeguard? Okay. Imagine how fucking hilarious. Weren't we talking about clown drag? Yes. Okay, but yes. We but... will never get back to this. We will. We will. Two but... femmes haunt a house and then never talk about clown drag. Can we just... just this title's going to get longer and longer. Would you let me finish this, you bitch? God, I don't even know if I remember it anymore. Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> Twink porn. Yes, it was imagine if you banged the pool boy and, I don't know, like you spent like an hour banging him and then you docked his pay for that hour because he wasn't working. What? What? Okay, okay. Clown drag. Hold on. Clown drag. Clown drag. Clown drag. If I... <laughs> Okay, let's get up into this capitalist pussy with clown drag. Mm. <laughs> we should, we've been on, I don't even know how long we've been recording. We've been on a wild tangent for a yeah, while. Should, but, do we clown, clown drag. Clown drag. And specifically, now I have to talk about the fact that every cabbie in this goddamn city is a clown fucker. Okay, you know what? That's a great story now, that done. definition. <laughs> clown fucker. Noun. Person that believes that me in the seven layers of tights, a clown ruffle, an afro wig parted into fucking space buns, and enough fucking makeup on to gag an elephant wants your dick here in this cab that I'm paying for. That's horrible. Which I don't even care if it's a free cab because it never is. If it's an Uber, I've already paid, fucker. No. Absolutely not. No, I don't want to see nothing. I don't want to touch nothing. I don't. Want, I don't care what we're doing in this fucking 4D theater. I don't want to smell nothing either. Make sure that if I'm in this goddamn cab, I'm in full geesh. I'm in full clown. My ass gets to the gig on time. Don't make me late for my own goddamn show. I'm paying you, bitch. Don't, 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 don't fuck me up with that. Don't fuck up my shit. Don't fuck up my gig. But if I'm in drag, no, I don't want a bone. If it's before the gig. This face has to be pristine. I am art. I am able to pay me money to sit there on a stage, insult their patrons, drink their booze, and look a mess. Yeah. Let me pick a struggle. Not only would you be so self-conscious if your makeup got fucked up. Absolutely. I mean, there are drag queens that, like, it don't matter that much. You didn't look that great to begin with. <laughs> but my lines are crisp. If my makeup smudges, and the thing you is, can tell. By, by the end, if you're fucking in drag, by the end, you're definitely going to be smeared and fucked up, and that's fine. Absolutely. But I feel like if it's during the first 15 minutes, eh, like that's, that's when you're going to be self-conscious about it. If you're like 40 minutes in and your makeup's all fucked up, it's like, yeah, well, I've been getting fucked for 40 minutes. That, that's going to happen. But if, if it gets fucked up in the first 10 minutes, That I means feel like, you tried to fuck this up. You didn't even give me a chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was, yeah. And also, not to toot my own horn, but Why like, do you want to fuck a clown? Oh, oh. But Oh my god. So stop trying to fuck clowns. One, they usually don't want it. And if they do want it, 
they should talk about that in their own lives. I'm not trying to yuck any yums, but I don't want you to see your yums. So stop trying to fuck clowns. Yeah. Stop trying to fuck clowns. I, I like, feel like fucking the actor that played Pennywise is one thing. Yeah, the actor is hot. Like he's that's he's also debatable. Hot. No, that's also debatable. He's not hot, but, but he has something going on. Like he's got Listen, if you want if you want to put look. your dick in a weird like it's still looking like a clown motherfucker. Like <laughs> he just has a smaller forehead than Pennywise. That's it. That's it. That's the only difference. The rest of his features are fucking his. Makeup doesn't do that much. Bone yeah. structure, goddammit. <laughs> You're kind of right. I don't know. There's something like this is striking about him. I'm not saying he's striking, like... Striking, yes. Good. Ugh. Okay. I wouldn't fuck him, but also, I'm not a clown fucker. I feel like every time there's a new uh, internet perversion going on... There's I... more drag queens? <laughs> well, yes. But also, I feel like I somehow get implicated in it. Like, for so long, I didn't think I was a furry. I somehow get implicated. <laughs> that's, that's a great way of... Like, of yeah. coining your fetishes. I mean, like I, I have enough furry like leanings or proclivities to be called a furry, <laughs> and now you just call me a clown fucker. I didn't think I was I... anywhere adjacent to a clown fucker, but apparently, just because I think like whatever Bill Skarsgård, just because I think that he's seems legit, and also I don't. You are you are either clown fucker or you are clown fucker adjacent. I think I just want a fucking actor. Do you still see any of the clown? When you look at his face. I think this is a good time to wrap up the show. <laughs> okay, so we're not... Okay, so... We're uh, not answering. that. That's going to be uh, an answered next time. Do you want to fuck uh, the clown Bill Skarsgård? <laughs> All right. No, we really do. I got to get on a train. Um, so I, I am... I am Katie I'm Connor. kicking this one out of my house. Yeah, I am Katie Connor. Uh, I am at Riley Mayday on Twitter. Um, Calypso, where do people follow you? Your Instagram, plug that. You can find me at Calypso Cosmic on all relevant social media. Twitter, if I get around to that. Instagram, yes. Facebook, yes. Um, Cash App, probably. Oh, you're also just trying to get people to Venmo you and shit. Listen, my PayPal PayPal has been paypal.me slash Calypso for the longest fucking time. Send her money. Fuck, Uh, do it. Send me money because I get prettier every time you do. Yeah, that's valid. That is a known fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get prettier in and out of drag. If you want to buy me a new ass, I'd love that. And by buy me a new ass, like I don't mean asshole, implants. Like right? Oh. Like a buy, buy you a new asshole. Like, preferably out of silicone. Yeah. I hear you get that delivered by Amazon these days. Absolutely. Just new asshole. New asshole. So, uh, whether you like it or not, this bitch will probably be back on the show. Um... And I yeah. think we settled on the fact that the show is named Bitch Nonsense. This is Bitch Nonsense. This is honestly, you had me on, and yeah. uh, and uh, we're gonna whether be... or not this show is Bitch Nonsense, I am, and I kind of am too. It's just like it, yeah. So Bitch Nonsense, uh, we're gonna be on YouTube. We're gonna be on uh, iTunes, and I'm pretty sure in Google Podcasts and shit. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna wherever be able to fine or frankly trashy podcasts or wherever subpar podcasts are made and produced. That's uh, where you'll find us. So, uh, yeah. Bye. Bitch Nonsense is produced by Katie Connor and Colm Robson. All episodes of this podcast and of the Katie Connor Show Live will be available on our YouTube channel, 
uh, Lil Bump of Coke Productions. Music for today's show was sampled from the Toronto punk band Pup, their album The Dream Is Over. They're an incredible punk band. Um, please support their music, support your local punk scene, support your local queer artists. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, stay tuned for more bitch nonsense. 